0: Hello and welcome to the Wing Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people on my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast, thanks for listening and supporting this, and I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hello, and welcome to the Winning at Travel Podcast episode 62, Travelling with Jenny and Jamie from the Jet Set Hers podcast. This is a great episode to get an idea of what a fellow travel podcaster goes through on their podcast and learn about the experiences that they've had with their guests, countries that they've heard, some tips, the stories. And also some personal travel in this one as well. A bit of a short episode this week, but no worries. It's a good episode, so look forward to getting this out there. Personally, I have just run 10k and I'm knackered and I can't wait to go to sleep. But travel-wise, yeah, I'm just finalising my trip in a few weeks to the Rockies in May. And also, the Spain trip is sort of almost there in terms of booking stuff. And we're going to walk the Finisterre Trail in the Camino. That's on the immediate horizon. And then later this year, we're kind of looking into other travels so that's quite exciting to plan and prepare for the podcast congratulations to greg who won the merch competition on my instagram the other day and he's chosen the xl jumper i believe so i'll be winging that his way next week and i'll be looking to do more of those in the coming weeks and months priority list for me is trying to get my etsy digital travel planner kind of real finalized i need to record a video and get that available for sale and also just planning ahead from a patron, so more news and details to come on that. But I'm starting to get guests together and get episodes recorded in advance. So I'm not kinda of doing it week to week and not having anything for you. So that's kinda of taking my time up at the minute and I've got a lot of interviews in the next kind of two weeks before my sister rhymes in May. So real busy at the minute and it's great because we've got guests all the way until July I think, potentially. Definitely late June. I secured three guests last week which are really exciting also a great part of the podcast this week is I received my first bit of what you call promo material for an interview so I've got a book to read from Kate Wills and I'm looking forward to reading that this week making some notes organising an interview and interviewing Kate so that should be on the horizon soon as well and that is not available that book yet until May but I will release some details in the coming weeks but yeah thanks for listening keep putting podcasts out there and sharing it with your friends Again, this has turned out to be another bumper month. Even before finishing April, we're already having the best month ever. So it's pretty crazy, really, and I'm loving it. And as long as the good content keeps coming out, I'm sure you guys will come back to listen. So way more of that coming your way. Thanks so much, and I'll catch you soon. Cheers. Let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Winging It Travel podcast. And this week, I'm joined by Jenny and Jamie from the Jet Set Hers podcast. These two people are fellow travel podcasters which is a rarity these days and they're both based in the usa and have a love for travel which we'll talk about today as well as their podcast so both welcome to the show how you doing
1: thanks for having us thank you so much yeah glad to be here
0: no no worries excited about this so you are both based in the us so i think you are different places so can you tell the listeners each where you are
1: yes so
2: i am currently in colorado i'm in fort collins which is an hour north of denver And it's, I moved here because it's a really big like craft beer scene and hiking and
0: dogs, all that. Dogs, love that.
1: I am in Michigan. Actually, I'm in Detroit, 10 minutes away from downtown Detroit. I grew up um, like 30 minutes outside of the city, just kind of moved here. I don't know close to eh, 10 years ago um have a job in the city and have been living here ever since it's really walkable we bike everywhere so i walk to work
0: nice and obviously you guys are from different places so how do you know each other
2: so we met in florida that's where i'm pretty much from is florida and she had moved down to florida to try something different from michigan and we met in like a retail store we won't totally tell the name of it oh (laughs) but we got really we got we got kind of close not super close and then she ended up moving back to Michigan and it was when she moved back that we got close
1: our friendship has blossomed through long distance which is kind of rare
0: that's quite rare right and like our
1: my trips going back to see her like I moved back home and then I would kind of just go like once or twice almost every year while she still lived in Florida for like three years straight four years straight Five mm-hmm. years straight, long time. Long time,
0: yeah, yeah. And just give the listeners an idea because I have quite a few in Europe. Just what's the distance between you two if you were to maybe drive or fly?
2: Currently, I want to say it's like fifteen hours drive, wow. so not terribly undoable. Just it, it'd be a little journey. Yeah. yeah,
0: and flying's pretty easy, I guess. Pretty sure Yep. So also, you guys have a podcast, which we'll come to later in more detail. But you also have a beer with your podcast. That's quite a big thing. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your interest in craft beer. Why is that a thing for you guys? Like, what's the the draw there?
2: So mine goes back. I want to say, like, I moved to Massachusetts very briefly and had my first, like, New England-style IPA, which is my favorite. And I think having that made me realize, like, wow, craft beer can actually be really good. It's not just, like, Coors Light, <laughs> you know, yeah. or Bud Light. I knew Jamie was into it, so I would just randomly send her a snap or a text like oh hey look at this beer i'm drinking and it just kind of became like uh well look at this beer i'm drinking and we have the same taste so it became really easy when we did get together like well, let's try this one we know we're
1: gonna like it we're just always talking about beer and drinking <laughs> beer so we're like let's just bring that into the podcast too. because why, why not? not we're gonna be drinking it anyways let's just talk about it too
2: well and, and honestly it started during covid right so we're yep. both bored and furloughed at home so it became well let's facetime have a beer and we'll talk about like a hike we went on and so then that's how we got to well let's talk about travel and record the conversation. <laughs>
0: Okay. I might ask you guys your favourite craft beers later in my travel questions, so you can get thinking about that one. I'll, I'll give you three <laughs> each, so I'll give you an early heads up on that. And I was actually going to ask you quickly, like, what type of craft beer? Because I'm not great with craft beer, so I don't like hops, so I'm really struggling there with that. So I would probably have more of a, like, a lager, standard lager, really. And I do like, in UK, they have a really smooth, smooth ale. And there's a few over there called doombar which is like a Cornish. Yeah, it's a Cornish bitter, I'd say. And it's really smooth. And that's my favorite. So what type of craft beer do you normally go for?
1: Easy. That's easy. Hazy IPA or just a regular IPA? Just, yeah.
0: The, the, hoppier, the, hoppier,
1: the hoppier, the better. Oh, yeah, no, the strong, on the yeah, the <laughs> opposite. <laughs> opposite. The piney, just the, the dank, just completely dank. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's good tonight. Like,
1: your breath smells like a skunk after you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's such a that's such a selling point there. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I mean, if you like, it's definitely an acquired taste. Like, if you like the taste, then
0: you like it. Mm. Yeah, it's a quiet taste. I think we got more into it here actually because we went to Portland. I think they got a huge craft beer scene, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: huge. Yeah, so I think we start like the whole CBD downtown area is just breweries everywhere. So we kind of like popped around there and kind of got into it then Vancouver has quite a few as well. So yeah, that's where my experience comes from. But definitely not in Europe. It's not really a thing. Maybe it's more now, but maybe not not back in the day.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's more you get the craft beer, but it's at a pub. Not necessarily like sitting at a brewery. Yes. But, like, that's you're right. the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. The best part about craft beer is like you go, it's always like good people. You can like instantly make a friend no matter which one you're at. And normally all of them allow dogs in. So that's my selling point
0: that is true pubs are pretty good for that at home for dogs but you're right they're (laughs) pub owners not actually craft beer owners so yeah i guess it's a different vibe right Mm -hmm. let's go to travel right are you more international or domestic travel would you say both you two
2: i've done way more domestic travel but i would want to do way more international travel?
1: Probably definitely the same for me. I The only international travel I've ever done was Canada just because it's so close to Michigan. Yeah. I used to go to Canada a, a lot as a kid. Windsor, um, right over the bridge, is an easy like 35, 45-minute drive for us. So I went to Canada as a kid a lot, um, not really as an adult much, but very, very domestic to the U.S. for sure for me. Um, but I definitely want to get out there international. Mm.
0: Yep. And where do you your love for travel come from, do you think? Is that from like childhood trips to with your family or did it blossom a bit later on? Like where did you have that love? Where did it come from?
2: I think for me, both of my parents traveled a lot when they were children uh, through either the military, mostly the military on both sides. And I would hear all these stories about Spain and Scotland and Portugal. And we didn't really get to travel much. Like we would go see family in like Alabama and Utah. So two different states, but that was really the gist of it. So I think that's where I got this, like, well, I want to go out and live in all these
1: places. Nice. So for me, I feel like it was more, I got involved in travel when I was an adult, when I was a kid, we, you know, I went to places that were accessible in, in Michigan um, and like northern Ohio that was like a quick road trip we never got and I never got in a flight probably until I was in my 20s so I feel like it kind of grew on me yeah there was some travel some local travel like in the state of Michigan like I mentioned earlier um, Windsor um, a little bit of Cedar Point if you heard of that that's like a uh, northern Ohio it's an amusement park for like roller coasters and stuff we did Mm. that a lot of that as a kid but a lot of just like road trips. So like easy, easy drivable day trips or like weekend trips. We never really went on those long trips. Everything was pretty much up north.
0: Yeah, I think on the same as you, Jamie, I think when I was younger as a kid, my dad, had, my dad hasn't got a passport, right? So he's never been outside of the UK. He's been to Scotland, it's probably as far as he's been, right? So there was never a chance or even really on the horizon ever a bit of travel outside of like, classic, like home travel, really. So yeah, I didn't get into until I was probably an adult or two. So I think that was a late thing for me. But I have noticed on my podcast, like interviewing a lot of American guys that you love your road trips <laughs> and you you live by your cars. Like you've got so many places to see, right? Great.
1: I love a good road trip. Don't get me wrong. I love a good, good road trip for sure. And having Michigan and like so many being able to just drive like a couple hours and seeing something completely different is a wonderful. Great part of my life.
0: Yeah. And you can go to different state, right? You can just like maybe pick a, a state in each direction depending on where Absolutely.
1: you are. Absolutely. Now that I'm older, and I'm like, oh, okay, for sure, just drive to Tennessee, or drive oh. to Florida, or drive to Colorado. Hey. Come to Jenny. <laughs> well
2: everything here is so much more spread out too than i feel like in other countries and we do not have the best public transportation system true certain cities have it down here but like as in for the country in general it's lacking
0: yes imagine if you had right japanese railway system where it's like bullet trains 300 kilometers an hour bang you'd be getting to places like super quick and saving so much time but yeah us is a bit like uk just not great transport it's just oh, yeah but uk is really small right so you, you can drive and get away with it but us you've really got to make a, a week out of it i think because you could be traveling for ages
1: yeah like if Back. i came to see jenny i would want it to make it a at least a two-week trip at the least just mm. because like driving is going to take up a big chunk of that you don't yeah. want to drive straight through and just tire yourself up yeah which i have done exactly <laughs> <laughs> miserable yeah
0: I think people at home have this and I do as well this view of America when you like if you ask someone oh what do you think like traveling America's like and they're like big open roads like those ones in Utah that go through like those massive like natural I don't even know what they are like, like big rocks right straight through mm-hmm. the middle and it's just mountains and open roads and no one about I think that's the image that people have
2: that's pretty accurate yeah mm-hmm. this makes sense <laughs> some are a little bit more boring where it's just
1: grass for 100 miles but or yeah, some yeah. are more narrow yeah but still roads accurate
0: yeah, yeah, yeah i think it's a trip in itself though just i guess camper vanning around usa would be pretty cool
2: i mean driving a... through texas alone takes like
1: a full day i think yeah because it's so wide huge yeah. mm. and that's really popular right now so just join the club yep. it's on the list Don't you worry. (laughs) Wave to the RVers. Come pick me and Jenny up. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Anyone come and ask. So what is some of your favorite spots, would you say, traveling domestically? What's some of the maybe like or even on the horizon, what's what's on your list or place that you've been to where you think, yep, you gotta go there.
2: I really like the west coast from what I've seen. So I haven't been to California yet, but Oregon and Washington are gorgeous. Great craft beer, like we were saying. It does rain a lot, but I think that's kind of the appeal of it too. It's just, it's part of its personality, I guess, is the way you could put it. So I would like to eventually make it to California. I know they have a lot to see. I just, I feel like it does get a little bit overrated and I don't want to be let down. Hmm. But I know that even just the natural parks would be cool.
1: I actually have a trip planned on the horizon for October because my cousin's getting married in um, Ontario, Canada,
0: Or, or Toronto. Toronto, Toronto, right outside yeah, yeah. of
1: Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a three and a half hour drive. Surprise.
0: <laughs> From that's us here in bad. Detroit.
1: Yeah. So me and my cousin and my partner are actually going and we're going to make like a little trip out of it. Nice. So that's, I'm really, really looking forward to that because I've never been there. and. Um, yep. I haven't been to Canada since I was a kid, and I've never been outside of actually Windsor, Canada. So it's going to be really fun. I'm going to get my passport for the first time in like two weeks.
0: Oh, really? Yay! Oh, wow. So like big awesome. girl,
1: Big girl stuff. <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. I can really
1: go international now, guys.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. Yay. Yeah, yeah. That's the first yeah. step, right? Let's get that passport. Yeah. yeah yeah. we made an
1: appointment for the
0: fourth that is super cool that's like that's that's kind of made a recording for me though you're getting the passport brilliant that's awesome yeah Yeah, anything anything planned in calendar like in that area or you've not looked into it yet
1: So we actually, my cousin booked the Airbnb yesterday. It's right downtown and it says it's kind of close to everything. Um, We're thinking maybe just like a museum over there for two days, hour outside, like 45 minutes outside of Toronto is where the actual Mm -hmm. wedding is. So then we'll probably stay over there, but I just want to look around and yeah. see anything and stop anywhere that we see so no really big plans but see it all try to do it all squish it all in
0: nice eat eat yeah some Any great food in toronto do you know what i've been to toronto once and that was a long time ago that was in 2014 Bloody hell. yeah 2014 and it's one of those, it's one of those visits where i do remember it but i can't give you specifics I i did stay downtown i do know that you can go if you said museum right so royal ontario museum is a nice walk and you can walk from downtown and straight up it and you because it's, it's flat you can see like the park i think it's queen's park straight ahead Ooh. and then it's the museum's just placed just behind the park and that's a real nice walk uh, in downtown so that's kind of what i do remember doing but again i've got nothing else to offer apart from i think i stayed on queen street which is one of the major streets in uh in downtown so
1: okay. yeah once you
0: place yourself in downtown you'll be of like those options
1: yeah i'm just kind of looking to do anything like we're outdoorsy people i mean it's october so it probably will be a little chilly but like we can we can handle the cold
0: yeah yeah i I'm think thinking. uh Niagara falls is obviously an option if you want to do a day trip so for um, sure get a car or I think you'd get a bus there, I think. That's definitely an option.
1: No doubt. Thanks for the recommendation.
0: Anytime. Not brilliant, but I've I've winged that a little bit. So there you go. Perfect. (laughs) And do people visit your your hometowns where you live now or even where you're from originally? Do you have a lot of tourists where you live?
2: I would say yes, in Colorado. Obviously, people come here more to go into the mountains and we're on like the flat area. However, it is like a foodie heaven around here. They're pretty known for like a bunch of restaurants. And then the craft beer is one of the largest craft beer scenes in the US. So a lot of people come here for that.
1: I feel like when you when you hear where I'm from you're gonna be like no way nobody's ever going to vacation there for fun why would you <laughs> want to go there for fun but there's like a lot of things to do um, especially in the actual state of Michigan um, it's so big um, up north is completely different up compared to southern Michigan and southeastern Michigan where it's like all cities mm-hmm. so there's there's tons of stuff to do here so yes. And no, because I know people are, but it doesn't sound like they would.
0: And what's a local tip, like one tip locally that people should do?
1: Ooh. I would say for here
2: to actually come spend a day or two in Fort Collins, obviously still come and go into your mountains and whether it's skiing or hiking in the summer, we have a lot to offer here. And even just Tooth Reservoir
1: is like a huge summer activity here. I feel like people should expand if they ever come to Michigan. Don't settle for one area. Because there's so many areas that offer different things that are so good. We have a lot of um, lakes that are really awesome, good beaches, coastal beaches, no sharks, fresh water. So (laughs) major bonuses, major bonuses.
0: Huge, huge bonuses, yeah.
1: So definitely do your research if you're coming because Michigan is absolutely beautiful if you know what you're looking for.
0: Nice. You just you just reminded me of a story about about a shark. I was in Australia. I was in Australia in I think it's in Perth, West Coast. And you always start to worry when you see a helicopter above, right? You think, Uh-oh. oh, what? Why is that there? And then obviously you realize that they've probably been told that there might be a shark around. And then we heard the siren, and you have never seen so many people sprint out of that water as quick as they can like literally like microphone get out of the water like they will come and like run onto the beach actually <laughs> t- it's been on for like half an hour maybe even 40 minutes crazy first time I experienced it so no sharks is a bonus
2: major bonus
0: <laughs> yeah there you go
2: i grew up in panama city beach which is in the panhandle of florida so it's on the gulf side there's all high rises on the beach yeah. and if you're in one of those high rooms you can see sharks and stuff swimming whoa and you'll see people swimming 10 feet away and they, they don't bother people for the most part. They're just yeah, kind of like, why, why are you here? This is my home.
0: But those people have no idea, right?
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> so occasionally <laughs> someone right. will yell it, but not
1: always. Some people just watch.
0: That's crazy. You, you, you can probably see someone like literally going get attacked. That's mental.
1: And it's like, how would you even tell somebody? It'd be so hard to yell to the beach. Like I, if I'm in the water swimming, yeah. and I'm not going to know what you're, I don't even know what you 10 feet on the beach is screaming. Yeah. Exactly. let someone being a high rise <laughs> in their apartment
0: but in Australia it's weird right if you're like halfway up the country or north there's half a year you can't go in the water because of jellyfish so you have oh, no. to wear a wetsuit if you want to go in the water just to swim around because they'll stinging potentially kill you right
1: no doubt
0: so how do you react when you might see someone getting attacked by a shark
2: oh I don't even know if I can answer that I feel like that's just <laughs> straight adrenaline you know <laughs> right excitement <laughs> Like, would you help or run? We'll find out.
0: I think if you can help, can you? Because if you shout, no one's going to hear you, right? Maybe they can.
2: I would like to say I'd try to help.
1: (laughs) Would you actually, though?
0: Yeah, I know. That's the thing, right?
1: That goes back to everything, though. You can think you'd know how you're going to react you can plan out how you're going to react to any situation true but as soon as you get in that situation you don't know mm-hmm.
0: yeah you soon find out in those situations mm-hmm. any situation people who don't put themselves first almost they're gonna like jump in and get stuck in right but i said to my okay. girlfriend emma i said oh it there's a video over there of someone just ran in the metro station, pushed someone down the stairs. They called it a random attack. Maybe he said something before. I don't know. But I said to her, but if I saw that, I'd be pushing the other guy over. But then would I do? You don't know, do you?
1: You'd like Good. to think how how do you how you react, but I guess yes.
0: Yeah.
2: But know. then it's it's the fear of is it gonna happen to me? Yeah. And that's Right.
0: And very one last thing on this, when I got mugged in London when I was living there, I was cornered by two guys at this bus shelter, right? I think one had a knife. But then one guy walked past and I was like, he knew what was going on and didn't do anything. I was like, are oh, you fucker, like, you are not know, bothering to help. And I got really annoyed at that. But then would I do the same if I was the other way around? It's quite a funny story, actually. I haven't been told, it, actually. They, uh, this is the day before smartphones. Well, 2012, 20, no, 2011. So I didn't have a smartphone. had had like a page ago go old school phone right you remember those mm-hmm. yeah and I had the keys and I had a wallet with literally nothing in it like M- maybe one card no cash and he literally said right I want nothing you've got I said yeah right so I got my phone out gave it to him and he's like is that it I was like yeah He's like, oh, okay got my wallet out and he's like searching for cash even cards he's like you got no cash I'm like no he goes I don't believe you." I said, well you can search me if you want so he searched me I had no cash and he literally probably robbed the worst person in the world I had nothing on me and he couldn't believe it. I think he was devastated. <laughs> and then I'm sure he was. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it wasn't even worth reacting to him because I got nothing anyway. So I let him go, right? Quite scary, but yeah. He yeah. probably
1: robbed somebody else after that.
0: He got caught, actually. Yeah, the two guys got caught. Good. Yeah, got put away.
2: When I was in London, we had taken the train up to go to like this old cemetery. And as we were walking back from the cemetery, I noticed we didn't actually get mugged or anything. But I noticed a guy on the other side of the road on his phone and I'm pretty sure he was talking to the guy that was on our side of the road and they were really? like looking at our bags and stuff and so I just like told my roommate like hold your bag and like let's cross the street earlier yeah but you I could see the signs though I'm like that's like a little trap
0: yeah good spot some people aren't aware of that sort of stuff right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's why, like one you thing like, to... to travel needs to be switched on right Hmm. yeah yeah good shout I think traveling you can see sometimes if you go abroad oh you think oh no they're kind of like getting trapped into something or they're not fully aware what's going on i think london has a bit of reputation for pit pockets and stuff like that happening for sure
2: uh same we were on the train in italy heading to pompeii sorry oh my mind is going blank too so we were on the train and i watched a guy he had a jacket over his arm and then he was putting that over someone's bag and then trying to reach in to the bag <sighs> And I watched his hand go into this lady's purse and finally her husband noticed. But again, I didn't say anything right away. That goes back to, but I was watching. I think I would have said anything if it had gone farther, but the husband stepped in and pushed him back. Mm. So yeah,
0: That's interesting. I think a, a guy that I know who's a travel blogger, he went to Morocco recently and he felt someone going into his bag or was it his pocket kind mean, of one of the two, but he had zip pockets. And I always think zip pockets pretty safe. They've got to unzip it. You'll hear it. But he's like, she was halfway there. So you had to like really step in and say like, get out. And then she just could, like, kind of quickly ran off. So yeah, it does happen. It needs to be switched on.
2: Well, and you know how many people probably feel it, but they're like, oh, I don't want to say anything or like.
0: True. Nervous or yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: Especially in another country.
0: Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think apart from the London thing, I've been mean, pretty lucky with that. After the London thing, I think I was more switched on to that sort of thing. So it kind of like makes you grow up a little bit, not as naive
2: yeah right
0: Uh, a few more questions about travel so what do you think the purpose of travel is why do you travel like what's the purpose
2: for me i just want to see everything like there's so much beauty in the world and i feel like i want to see as much as i can before i die
0: love that
1: for me i just want to get out there i guess same thing want to see everything that there is i feel like i don't get to see enough i feel like i work too much Mm. so i don't have a good work-life balance So for me, I just want to get out there more and do it.
0: Nice. And any future, I know you, Jamie, said already going to Canada, any future travels beyond that, maybe internationally or even domestically?
1: Probably my yearly up north. Um, Try to go up north like once a year in the summertime. So maybe try to shoot for that. Haven't had any thoughts about it yet. Still kind of chilly here. Um, But we do like to do that in the summertime. Nothing that's booked in. Uh, My sister
2: just moved with her family outside of Washington, D.C., Okay. I've never been there. So that would be nice to go. And the museums are free, which is yeah great. Um, and then hopefully as soon as I can save up just a little bit more money, uh, I'm going to head over to Scotland, take my mom's ashes, and then Spain for my dad's ashes. So do a little solo emotional healing.
0: And Scotland to be always rated one of the top five in terms of scenery, places to go to, right? You have an absolute blast over there.
2: And I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. So I see some of the landscapes.
0: i <laughs> oh. hey, I'm not. So I can't sort of talk about this, but I do know there's, there's definitely Harry Potter studios in London, I think.
2: I went. Okay, yeah. you've been, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. But Scotland would be awesome. It's on my list, actually, believe it or not. Um, I've only been to Edinburgh, which is just a city break. Great city. But yeah, the Highlands and stuff. I want to go and check that out. All of it. Yeah. You can stay in these little places called, is it Boffy's, I think they're called. You know what that Buffy is? Uh. Uh-uh. So when you go on the trail, these are like real old school stoned huts. If you like, they're free. Totally Sweet. free. And the idea is that they're kind of there for the weary traveller, right? If you've been walking for ages, you can stay in them, and you can't book them. So what you, what people do is they go there early to try and get them, but you're supposed to share them. So they have like little like rooms in them, and you're supposed to like welcome anyone who comes along, and then they choose if they want to maybe share it with you guys or go elsewhere but there's like they're dotted around scotland really that's really really cool yeah Mm it's like real old school they're like basic shelter usually left unlocked and available for anyone free of charge
1: that's That's so nice
0: yeah so you can do like a little tour of like not even paying for accommodation right you just walk around like an area there'll probably be a boffy there on a map go and stay there for a night and then off you go somewhere else that's pretty cool place
2: yeah, that's really cool. I'll have to add that to my itinerary. You
1: should.
0: Yeah, yeah, going kind of stay in a boffy. I'd like, love to love to do that So Yeah. Want to see how you go? Send
1: us pictures.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Spain is great as well. I'm going there in June, so can't wait to go there. Should be pretty cool. Going to do some walking. Spain's unbelievable. So many different types of areas to see in Spain, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And then I found out they have some of the oldest ancient Roman ruins, which I thought was pretty fascinating. Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. Each area, this is probably the same for a lot of big countries, but each area has their own type of language and cuisine. It's just like a different collection of melting pots of cultures. It's a pretty cool place and hot, which is great. (laughs) Do you have each, maybe one travel story that you want to share with the listeners?
2: Let's see for mine. We were staying in Naples in Italy. We stayed at a hostel and we got back from our second night out and about and I really wanted to drink. We had a little bar in the hostel and I really wanted to drink. And there was just one guy working. and He was working like the front desk and the bar. And he like broke down to me and was like, I'm going to be really honest. I don't know how to bartend. I don't know how to make a single thing back there. And so I ended up working the bar because then everyone started coming back from their daily adventure. So I bartended in this hostel for like two, three hours and I got to drink for free. That was cool.
0: I love the fact that he's just there. Oh yeah. I can't, I can't do this job.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he even was like, "I own a bar, but I've never (laughs) poured a drink, (laughs) so." Yeah,
0: that's mental. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Bartending was so easy there, though, because everyone just wanted limoncello and soda water. That's all I made. Yeah,
1: so easy. To be fair, limoncello is so good. So
0: yeah, it's up there. I can see why.
2: All right, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know it was an alcohol at first. And we walked into a little Italian shop and they handed me a candy and I bit into it, not realizing it was filled with straight liquor. <laughs> and that's how I learned what limoncello
1: is. Nice. At least you have a story.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think mean, Serrano is my, uh, is it Italian? I think it is. probably is. It sounds Italian. You guys yeah, probably know I better agree than so. me. Yeah, yeah. That's my, that's my liqueur choice. So that's, that's my Italian. It? De amaretto. Amaretto. Yeah. Oh, amaretto.
2: amaretto. Oh, I know. Yeah. Amaretto. It's delicious. So I don't blame you.
0: What do you have with your amaretto? Random question. What do you have with it? Would you have it straight or would you have it on the rocks or with a yeah. soda?
2: So here, a lot of people do it right. with sour mix, like a amaretto sour.
0: That's okay. popular. I think I was in Peru. Went to this bar to meet this uh, two people on our Inca Trail. And I went to the bar and ordered a Serrano and Coke. And the barman went, what? I went, yeah, just De Serrano, amaretto and Coke. He's like, yeah, no, but that's a strange choice. I'm like, is it? That's what I've always had. He's like, yeah, that's too sugary. I'm like, yeah, I, I agree, but that's just what I have. But it is
2: sweet, but I actually make those a lot at work with Dr. Pepper.
0: Oh, so pepper. Yeah.
1: Okay, that sounds really good.
0: I love Dr. Pepper. It's a secret me favorite. Me too.
1: I love <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Oh, my God. I hate it. How?
0: I know. My
2: mom hated it. So yeah, good. I love it.
1: Though.
0: Oh. Cherry Coke, hit me up. over Same, it. same. <laughs> Jamie, do you have a story you want to share?
1: Yeah, actually. So huh? I'm going to share a funny one.
0: Yeah, love that.
1: So this was one year I actually came back to visit Jenny in Orlando. We, it was for Halloween. So we were doing all of the usual things that we do when I come there, eat food or um, do like the horror nights and universal and all that good stuff. But we went to a coworker of hers at the time, Halloween party. So her and her a couple roommates and a bunch of friends and everybody that she worked with at the time and just OG friends and me, of course, we all got dressed up to go to this Halloween party. Awesome Halloween party. Probably one of the best Halloween parties I've ever been to in my life. Best costumes, some awesome people. Like and that was in a really weird time in my life. Like I was kind of like you know sad and like you know going through it so this was like a really great trip for me i was really uplifting and i was able to get away and be happy but i also <laughs> drank too much and lost my phone at the time so Jeez. i had to rain on specifically jenny's parade because i was staying with her at her <laughs> like condo at the time yeah we looked for my phone on the side of the highway we look, we searched the apartment and then we left. We searched the car. We searched the highway. I don't know why. Oh yeah, we I know why. Because Jenny puked on me in the car. <laughs> Jenny pukes on my lap in the car. We've all been there. We've all been there. So we had to pull over. <laughs> we on the had side to of the pull row. over so I could get the pool of puke off of oh. my. It was warm and I just had to clean myself. We don't need off. that description. <laughs> what we do though. <laughs> So we had to search the highway because we're like, okay, your phone's not. Maybe it fell out. Maybe it fell out when we got out because we were like, you know, doing a bunch of stuff at the time. That night. Couldn't find it that night. Went back to the went back to the apartment, searched, called people at the apartment the next morning, people whose apartment it was. Nobody could find it anywhere. We went back to the apartment, looked ourselves. Nothing. Looked back on the highway again. For a good mile, like nine in the morning, probably still <laughs> hung over yeah, and massively. smell like booze and pale white. <laughs> Couldn't find the phone. Couldn't find the phone. So, long story short, I was that tourist uh, for the rest of my trip in Florida with my iPad, not my right. iPad mini, my iPad. <laughs> using Taking pictures. Wifi to message <laughs> and to take photos of us at Universal Studios, and it was just a mess. <laughs> but it was awesome time.
0: <laughs> that iPad thing, right? I decided, for I don't even know why, back in the day, 2013, I was like, right, what do I need to record my trip? Because I've gone away for like six months. I was like, yeah, I'll get an iPad. That's what people do, right? I used it once, because you start to realize, as soon as you get your iPad out and you're like this, taking photos, you look like a right, <laughs> like a right knobhead. Like, it's definitely not the way to... <laughs> be kind of like the way to take photos and videos definitely not so and that's funny
1: because it was 2014 when when that, ah. that happened so yeah, yeah, yeah. right,
0: I hear right yeah
1: the, right around the same time <laughs> yeah
0: yeah hey i've got a few six stories that like, isn't like actual puke which are not great
1: oh no nice. yeah nice. said them.
0: on that same trip six months i did puke myself in my sleep twice that's not oh. a, that's mm. not a, that's not an avenue to go down so i've learned my lesson Um, one was on my birthday one was actually very quickly one was on my birthday which was the day before we're flying from Asia to New Zealand and I was prepared next morning I was like mate my friend who I'm trying with now I missed the flight I can't I can't stand up he's like mate we're not missing the flight to New Zealand I'm like mate I can't even take a sip of water without puking up I'm not going anywhere (laughs) but somehow he dragged me to the airport and unfortunately, in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur, there's a big international train station that goes to like Thailand and all these other places, as well as Malaysia, right? In the middle of that, I said to my mate, I said, I think I'm going to be sick. He's like, no, don't. And before you knew it, I had this like piece of paper and I was sick in the middle of the station and it was green because I had like an apple juice the day before or something. <laughs> and I was just like completely covering the floor and that's was pretty grim. Yeah. So that's my... Uh... I'm
2: glad I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. No.
0: We, we've all been there, I think. Yeah. yeah. We've done so it took a good 10 hours to get over that, I think. By the time we left the hostel, I think halfway through the flight, it spent an eight-hour flight, right? Halfway through, I was like... Oh, I feel normal again, but I don't know how I got on that flight.
2: Uh, we got my first trip to Ireland. We stayed the night in Kilkenny. And I don't oh, know yeah? if you've been to Kilkenny, but they have all no. those pubs back to back to back. Yeah. So we made it a thing, started the first one and let's make our way. And yeah. it was a great night, the best night of our trip. But we actually had a Guinness and Jameson tour Jameson's. set up the next morning. <laughs> yeah. And Uh-oh. we were so hungover. <laughs> that there was no way we were going to make it to Dublin in time. And the tours were free because uh, one of my friend's bosses is from Ireland and he Mm. hooked it up and we missed it. It was such a bummer. Ireland is
0: guaranteed drinking that sort of stuff. It's heavy Mm -hmm. stuff.
2: It was the Smittics. That was my favorite on that one that night. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: I got one for you guys. You guys want one of my puke stories now? Yeah. I got one for you. (laughs) I was, we were on a tour around Hawaii. We were on Oahu. So we were on a tour of the whole island and me and my cousin, which is her and I, we drank the night before, but I went out without her after she went to bed because she went to bed too early for me. So I stayed up for a long while after her. So the next day she's feeling all bright and fluffy and I'm feeling not so well. So we're doing all the cool stuff. We're swimming with sea turtles. We're, we're stopping at little stands and, and getting snacks and stuff. So we stopped at one, one seaside stand. I got some fresh papaya. Really good. Totally fine. Feeling all right. Swam with sea turtles. Started feeling not so good. We were leaving swimming with sea turtles and at the end of the bus after already got on the bus everybody was already on the bus i had to get back off the bus and puke at the end of the bus while everybody was already on the bus including our tour guide and he just stood there at the doors and the whole entire bus had to wait for me get to finish vomiting and i just finish and do the walk of shame back onto the bus and the tour guides just he was a young dude just laughing at me he was Like, did you have a little bit uh, a lot of fun last night i was like actually i did roll thank you <laughs> so you've never told me that story yeah so. it was wicked embarrassing and it was all yellow because oh well
0: papaya papaya <laughs> yeah that walk of shame it was
1: very embarrassing you've got to just
0: embrace it i think you've got to accept that you're just like the the joke i had to yeah i
1: had no nothing to hide at that point i mean
0: <laughs> yeah, it's in it all right
1: Saw all the papaya <laughs> yeah I've started feeling real sick midway through the sea turtles. I was like,
0: uh oh, I better,
1: better cool it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's enough sick stories. But we're all
1: in it together. I just wanted to be on your guys' level. Sorry, James. I just wanted to, you know, be on your guys' level. (laughs) No, no, Um, no.
0: That's good. That's good. I wanted to share mine
1: too. (laughs) No
0: shame here. No shame. (laughs)
1: Right. Hey, feel comfortable with you guys.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. A good couple of stories there. I'm looking forward to getting them out there. That'd be quite funny. (laughs) and next we're going to talk about your podcast which is a travel podcast the jet set hers podcast so a couple of questions why did you start it and i guess obviously it's about travel so what's your purpose of the podcast
2: i would say we started it obviously because of covid and Mm. we were both we're both in the food and beverage industry so we both were not working when covid first hit and we were kind of thinking of like what can we do to like start a business so we kind of started thinking about the idea of possibly doing group travel so telling everyone hey we're gonna meet in new orleans for the weekend and
1: almost like a tour company but not quite so, so it kind of started just with covid and our loves for travel talking about travel our stories we just just kind of happened
0: and whose idea was it was it like a collective idea do you think
1: i feel like it was a collective
2: idea yeah. yeah yeah we knew we wanted to do something and then i don't know what got us on podcast because i would have if you would have asked either. me
1: two years ago i'd have been like i'm never doing that i hate that voice <laughs> But here we are. Yeah, we just started brainstorming. It was started a lot of just um just like this Zoom calls of um, mm. just us with our IPAs being stupid and just yeah. pen and paper in front of us and just messing around. You know, like Jenny said, we were both furloughed at the time. So yeah. we had nothing but time. So I was just saying, I remember the day we picked out the name.
2: We had sat there with so many weird travel related words written on paper. <laughs> And, like, I think she was, like, oh, I love Jet Setter because it means, like, you know, bougie travel. And I was, like, but we're girls. Jet hers. And nice. we got really excited. That day.
0: Very unique name. Sometimes you see, like, well, mine has it, travel in the, the title, right? A bit generic, But you, yours is a pretty unique name. It's pretty easy to find because there's nothing like it, I don't think. So, yeah, kudos to you two for having a, a niche name. I like it.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I know. It's hard finding something that's not taken in the world of blogging and podcasts.
0: Yeah. And And there was a lot of that. No, no, no. Say even other stuff, right? Like not even, I tried to have wing in it, but I think someone else has got that for completely different industry, not even travel. I can't have that.
1: Yeah. Um. There was a lot of us just sitting there with names too, that we liked that we had to see if they were taken. We had uh, so many that we just had to cross off because they were taken not Mm. because we didn't like them but because they were already being used for something so that's part of it too is you know you might love fall in love with something but you can't use it
0: yeah absolutely top tip for me is hence the the title of my podcast winging it i just thought well my mum says i wing life so i thought right winging it is the name no market research yep it's called winging it podcast and then i realized oh fuck there's like 10 out there called the same thing so i whacked in travel because i think there's not one with that we're going travel podcast i think i got away with that but yeah Perfect. if top tip for podcast name just do a bit of research if you've got other ones the same name you probably don't want to have them um you want to be a bit more unique so that's what i learned from my name and here we are
2: well and the travel part's good because i remember years ago when i first got into podcasts i would literally just type travel podcast oh yeah yeah just is there anything out there and at the time there wasn't i feel like that's different now, though. a lot
0: different I was actually going to ask you guys what you think of the travel podcast genre. Do you think there's like not a lot of people out there doing this? I don't know. I kind of feel like the travel podcast genre is a bit low down on the overall genres of podcasts. Right.
2: It's not like true crime. That's
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So when we first started this, I would have said like, there's like hardly any, this is amazing. But mm-hmm. on Instagram, and that's how we found you. I see so we see so many all the time. Okay. We we see a lot growing too.
1: We see a lot of new stuff popping up. Yeah. Yeah. People starting out, which welcome, baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to collab. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. When did you start yours? What What year or month?
1: Oh. Jenny,
2: August 2020.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We ended up taking a little bit of the summer off. Did kind of like the season one, season two. But I
1: had a, we had a really busy summer last year. I mm. have we had we both had like two or three weddings, and it was just insane. We honestly had no choice. But I kind of like how it's broke up into seasons. It's nice. I feel like we kind of grew as a podcast within the seasons as well. Oh, okay. If, if you listen. You know, we kind of tweaked it up the way that we do it a little bit. So I feel like we gotten oh we yeah. aged like a fine line.
0: Nice. That's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that learned comes to experience. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I've learned yeah. a lot. Things to do, not to do. Come Oh, who's, who's dog? Is that your dog? Now, what type of dog is it?
2: Uh, it's my roommate's dog. He's a German Shepherd, Pyrenees, and Border Collie. Oh, And wow. then I have a Husky
1: oh. <laughs> mix. There, <laughs> look at her. Oh. <laughs> So.
0: Well, nice. Actually, what's your routine? So do you have just you two on? Do you have guests that come on? How do you plan your episodes? And how often?
2: So we just recently switched to doing every other Thursday releases just because we were tired of having to be like, sorry, no episode this week because life got in the way. So now that gives us a little bit more time. And we almost always have a guest we'll do little mini episodes with just us here and there but typically we have you know either someone that went on a cool backpacking trip or lives in a really big tourist destination or just someone that wants to talk about travel because it's our favorite topic
1: we've had like friends and family on too just because you know any fun trips or recent trips that they go on we're like come on or you know my friends that got married in hawaii like come
0: on i guess you're available on all platforms right podcast platforms like apple spotify the whole yep. lot yeah yep do you have a website
2: so we do it has not been updated and <laughs> <construction. laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. so if you
2: want to go see some old pictures of me and jamie yes com. okay but definitely instagram yeah. would be the more updated
0: yeah facebook yeah, yeah instagram okay and Facebook as well. You're on there.
1: Yep. Instagram, Facebook,
0: yeah, Facebook too. Facebook are kind of for the older crew, should we say?
1: Exactly.
0: And this was going to be a quick fire question, but I'm actually going to ask this now. What have, you, what have you learned on your podcast from like the loads of different guests that come on? Like, is there like a top three things that you've just, maybe it could be a country. It could be a, uh, even podcasting about what you've learned. Like what have you learned on your podcast? Do you think Sothar's?
1: We're missing out on too much. There's right. too much that we haven't seen. There's too much that we haven't done. I know that is that's a big one for me. Okay.
2: A big one is that they make coffee from animal poop.
1: <laughs> and oh, we learned yeah. that from you. Last yeah. Week, so.
2: so after and we, we have finished... something
1: to tell you though, yeah. from
2: last time. Yeah. After we finished recording, I went in to tell my roommate like, oh my gosh, did you know? And she's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> I had elephant poop coffee.
0: Elephant poop? In Bali. In, ba-
2: in, in Bali. Elephant. She's like, oh, yeah, it was it was wow. delicious. So we're just totally missing out.
0: <laughs> Again, I want to say on this podcast, ethically, not brilliant. Uh, I probably wouldn't even advocate it, but I did try it back in the day. I was naive, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, it's brilliant coffee, I must admit. So crazy. I think
2: I'm okay without trying it. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, could you ask what the flavor's like? And I'm like, you can't avoid just that tinge of shit, basically.
1: Pin, oh, <laughs> pinch of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't right, know how else to right say down. it. It's just got I a little it's earthy. Earth, earthy is a, is a PC term, maybe. A
2: big it. one. We talked to a paranormal investigator that travels around the US. Wow. So that was really cool, learning about like the different gadgets she uses and what she's actually seen. and Yeah. But a lot of those ghost investigations, they actually pay to go see the place. Oh, okay and investigate it
0: that was wow. cool. that's that's very niche niche travel that mm-hmm. that's a podcast in itself I I'm imagine that'd be awesome
2: yeah I could talk about that all day too
0: I think Jamie what you said about the missing out 100% I said to my girlfriend the other day I said I keep seeing people that I follow like they're in Iran they're in somewhere in Asia they're backpacking in Spain like I thought COVID was a thing but apparently not people were out there doing it so I've definitely had that feeling, especially this year. I think, um, where I felt like oh, I should be out there doing it.
1: Yeah the the more I see, like the more guests we have on, and the places that I've maybe even never even heard about, the more I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to go there. Mm. And you'll hear me and Jenny say that up a, a thousand times. We say that after every episode, we have to go there now because yeah. we do. Like we do, and they and they tell us about it. They tell us about all the great stuff that they love about it, and it just makes us love it. And it's hard not to fall in love with the place, especially if, you know our guests come on; they're so passionate. Especially if it's a, a local place, you know maybe that they've, you know, been for six months or or they lived for a couple of years. They're just mm. they're so passionate, so passionate people. So I know it's just it hurts. <laughs> just want to travel <laughs> every second of every day.
0: Oh, that's the way I actually think. And it's, yeah. it's quite hard to describe to people. And yeah. you're going to get this question at the end, which I'm not going to say yet, because I don't want you to think about it. Okay. But someone responded to that question as, as like, that is really hard to answer because it's so ingrained in me to travel. So like trying to, like, trying to convince people to travel, I'm like, why do you need to convince them? Why don't you want to go?
1: Absolutely. I agree.
0: I can't understand it. It's all I think really about. You, you guys must be the same, right? You obviously got your job. Even then I'm like, oh yeah, I could be on the beach somewhere or I could be doing a nice little hike somewhere. Oh, well, yeah, it's literally every day, all day.
1: Every second. Yeah. Agreed.
0: <laughs> but we will get there. So that's the, as long as you've got a plan, that's the most important thing. Anything to finish on your podcast? Anything you want to say? Anything extra?
1: Just come have a beer and ch- chat with us. Listen with us. Brilliant. Okay. We welcome all new listeners. We all and we do. can't wait to have a beer in person with you specifically. Yes. And-
0: that's, that, that's one thing I've learned, especially, is people who i've met on the podcast like yourselves i want to go and actually meet you guys in person like everyone that i've met
1: yes That's us pretty cool. too we have a big problem with that too not only do we <laughs> yeah. want to go to these places we want to go hang out with our new friends <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure 100 well, we feel like they're our new friends
2: yeah i yeah. think every single person we've had on we're like can we please have a beer in person yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> call a beer, us a
1: wine yeah whiskey yes. a taco a burrito who cares? Ooh.
0: Ooh, food Now, <laughs> no i've got questions about food in a minute so We'll save that. Uh, okay, cool. We'll move on to some quick-fire travel questions. Then I'll let Jamie get to bed because she's an early sleeper. So. <laughs> hey, yeah. Just a quick one before we carry on with the travel questions. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with Public, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as T-shirts jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for travelling, podcasts, and other stuff. Thank you. It's travel question time. Quick fire travel questions. These are normally your favourite things, um, and I'm going to chuck a few extra ones in there. So, from your podcast experience, the last what, maybe eighteen months, maybe approaching two years, what are the three countries each that you probably heard about from a guest that you're like, right, I need to go there?
2: All of them. So definitely Colombia, because it's something that always sounded really scary. Um, But we had someone just like explain how beautiful it is and Mm -hmm. I need to see it. Definitely Peru. That was already on my list, but hearing about it just like concreted that in. Yeah, And then actually Kenya and Africa. Okay. Because again, that's another place that sometimes they're like, oh, it's scary. It's dangerous. But the guy we talked to, his family had lived there for like 20 something years. His kids grew up there, so mm-hmm. I would like to go see some elephants and lions. Okay,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, for me, probably Antarctica would be one for sure. Never even thought that it could be accessible at, for like a normal human being. Mm. Um, but after we had a guest on and you know learned about a lot of different ways that you can actually get there, that quickly became high on my list. Mm-hmm. Probably Malaysia, just because I didn't really realize how beautiful it was or even heard of it like that. Okay. Okay. And Taiwan, actually. Taiwan was nice. a big one. Taiwan, um, we had Ray on and he talked about Shilosho Island, which is like an island that probably a lot of local Taiwan Taiwanese people don't even know about, he said, coming from him. Wow. So it's like, yeah, on I think the southeastern coast. And it's like a little island. So mm-hmm. that just grew on my list. So Taiwan for sure probably would be top of the three.
0: Nice. My reaction to those lists each is Peru unbelievable uh, you have to go Colombia is, is number two on my list, so that is it that is like got to go um, I think I might even Airbnb there for a month and just see what it's like to live as a colombian that's my that's my aim you
1: should, and
0: Antarctica yeah. wow like I've had a few people go to Antarctica and it looks expensive, but I don't think there's a way around it so you're gonna have to really invest save. Yeah, save. and. That'd be like a long
1: hit. time saving for yeah. for that. Like a definite huge bucket list trip for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%. Next question. Do you both drink coffee? Yes. Of course, every American does. Right, so <laughs> two questions for coffee. If you could pick one city in the world just to drink coffee and watch the world go by, what city would that be? And I'll, I'll ask my second question in a minute.
1: I'm going to go with Rome.
0: Nice. This can be a place you've not even been to, so... There's no rules here.
1: That I don't know. Because there's too many places.
0: Just one lazy afternoon, just sitting in a cafe outside, watching the world go by. What's city? Anyway. New Mexico. Really?
1: Uh, truth or Consequences, New Mexico.
0: That's a unique one. Because
1: I'm going to see nothing. Some tumbleweeds. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a person every every half hour.
0: <laughs> okay. The most popular answer to that question is Paris. That seems to be the most popular answer.
1: Oh, that, that makes sense.
0: Cafe culture down a little random street that's my that's my answer what country's coffee is your favorite so do you have like a favorite type of coffee
1: i think colombian for me is... i was I was gonna say yeah
2: i tend to go towards that in the store
1: i really just kind of stick to stick to
2: what i know
0: yeah i think yeah. i haven't is mine. had
2: it enough places yet to give like a concrete answer mm. same same jenny's name
0: uh random question about your podcast if there's one thing you've learned about podcasting what is it each like maybe a lesson learned
2: I would say anyone can do it. I would have never awesome. thought that we would get there and we've self-taught every single thing we've done on it. Nice. Our little bit of marketing, editing, all that.
1: You learn as you go. Mm-hmm. You might you may you might not think that you have the skills, but you kind of will learn as you go like like Jenny said, we kind of just learned everything on the fly. Okay. So, there's a lot of a lot of skills that we kind of gained from from doing this that we mm-hmm might not have like had or you know knowledge computer computer knowledge I know for me and Jenny's taught me a lot. Yeah. And just you know just this little time of just podcast stuff. So and just little stuff. That's I mean not even crazy stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a learning journey for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if you track your stats that much, but what is the most random country that's listened to your podcast?
1: I feel like I just saw a random one the other
2: day. Doesn't say right now our big one is
0: Netherlands out of oh, nowhere. Okay yeah and we yeah, haven't interviewed go.
2: anyone from netherlands because normally i'll be like oh it's because we interviewed someone and the yeah, know yeah. people and i'm like we haven't done netherlands yet so. yeah that's
1: the one that you told me wasn't it, it was something that jenny told me the other day that was
2: yeah weird. okay that is
1: fun i love looking at that
2: especially being a travel podcast
0: yeah that's that is probably my favorite part especially get a new country i'm like wow who's there i have no idea who you are
2: right Who are you hi
0: yeah <laughs> do you know the most random one i've had what yemen
2: oh i'm okay. like they
0: got a full-on war there i'm like who's listening to my podcast in yemen right maybe they need it reminds maybe need, me need of friends
2: yeah i don't know if you watch the show but in one oh, yeah, episode so. trying to okay well it's when chandler's trying to escape and so he's like oh i'm moving to yemen yes and that's, that's... the only time i've ever heard anything about that
0: country <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah we went to the warner brothers studio the other day got the picture of a central park bit touristy but had to be done okay next question what is a favorite trek or hike that you love doing could be obviously local or in us or abroad whatever you want
1: i just went to my favorite actually local hike today so i'll just stick to local there's this place in farmington hills um it's like a 30 minute drive from where we are in the city north and it's like a little park and it's maybe a good four or five mile hike, bunch of different little trails. Everything's still kind of like brown and dead. It's not mm-hmm. really like alive yet because it's just spring turned yesterday. It's not really there yet, but we've seen deer there before. We try to identify plants and fungus, mushrooms. So we're there today. So I'll go with that one. It's called okay. um, Woodland Hills.
0: Nice. Thank you.
2: I would say Tooth Rock um from Fort Collins you can see the foothills of the mountains and there's this one rock on the very top and it actually looks like a horse's too cool. and you can climb to the top of the rock and it's a pretty steep hike so it's a good workout and it's got amazing views of the reservoir and the mountains behind it
0: dream nice okay mm-hmm. and as you are US nationals two questions here how many states have you both traveled to and what is your favorite state apart from the one you live in now you can't have that one
2: Ooh i don't have an exact number but it's definitely over 30 for me wow i'm still missing a few favorite state honestly it's the one i live in right now it's hard not to say that one like colorado is it's why i just moved here yeah yeah because i can't even say florida i live there too long
1: okay i want to say i've maybe been to about 15 It's actually like, you know, stopping and seeing stuff or eating or sleeping or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, And probably my favorite one so far. You guys are going to hate me, but I'm New Mexico
0: again. No, I I don't mind that. It doesn't get get enough, um, how can I put this, coverage or enough talk about.
1: I'm sure it doesn't. And I know for a fact that it probably doesn't because it was not a lot of people there. Mm. That's why I love it. <laughs> Which is
0: why she liked it. <laughs> yeah, <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next subject is very important: is food. So, is there a country's cuisine that you love?
2: Well, definitely Italian. The pasta, the pizza, the wine. Very
0: popular. Yeah. Same. But
2: also anything tacos. So same. Mexico.
0: Oh, you both the same? Yeah, yeah.
2: Same. Um, Th-
0: those two are definitely my top three. Is that in Thai? Top. Done. Hmm. No more, no more further questions on that. I don't think.
1: I, top two food groups, pasta, pizza. I mean, pasta and tacos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have three, just put more in there. <laughs> exactly. Are you, you
1: can actually, make anything into a taco and you can put anything into a pasta. So,
0: One question Perfect. about tacos, because it's, it's an interesting, it's not big in UK, I don't think. It's not a big thing. Are you soft or hard taco? I need to know that.
1: I'm a soft.
0: Yeah, I'm soft, right?
1: Split household here, but I'm a soft.
0: Oh. I just found oh, it easier to easier to do. So you have
1: to buy both when you make yep. them. Yep, we have to have both in this household because somebody refuses and it's both of us. <laughs> it's not just,
0: <laughs> not just one of us. Both. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah. find soft tacos just easier to navigate.
1: Yep. I, hey. don't, I don't like the crunch and what I specifically don't like is the corner of my mouth. I don't want to risk them getting cut with the taco. I just don't I've had some bad experiences with corn chips. Okay,
0: <laughs> that sounds like another podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: For me, it's when you take one bite of a hard taco and the whole thing cracks and falls apart. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. exactly me. It. it just I lose Pointless. it. Pointless. <laughs> might as well have a salad, a taco salad.
1: Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I love <laughs> equally as good as a right. soft taco, a soft taco, but a hard, forget it.
0: Love that we're all on the same page. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay. I
1: can't wait to have tacos and beers with you guys.
0: Tacos yeah I'm not in for ages yeah I need to get oh. on that big time okay got a few more questions do you have a favorite landmark this can be uh, nature or man-made
2: I would say that I've physically seen would be the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland which I know are a lot of peoples but it was just so breathtaking beautiful mm. the beach
1: I'm, I'm just gonna say the lake that I grew up going to probably would be the just one that sticks out to me the most—it's the one that's coming to me the, the quickest. Um, mm-hmm. Houghton Lake. Um, it's kind of Michigan, of course. All Michigan people do this, I guess. This way for you guys—it's kind of like in the middle of the state. It's like right three-ish hours. It's big circle, I guess. It's kind mm-hmm. of lakes are, but you can you can walk out almost a mile, and it's to to your belly. Like it's still to your belly. Like it's not going to go past your waist. So. That's cool. A lot of people have like their pontoon boats and, you know, jet skis and stuff out there. I mean, some people do have the regular boats, but Holton Lake for sure. Just because clear bottom, soft sand, Mm. and you can walk out a mile and you're still up to your belly. So you can play frisbee, play ball, catch, whatever. You get
0: three here, three of your favorite craft beers. This sounds like a question right up your street, so...
2: I know it's really hard though. It's really hard I imagine. You be yeah. surprised. So a local one in Greeley, Colorado, it's called Weldworks Brewing and they have a Juicy Bits IPA and it's a hazy. It's fruit, it's like citrusy and smooth and delicious. Oh, the others are hard cuz I go through so many different ones. That sounds weird,
1: huh? So I have two, two top ones I can give you for sure. Yeah, I yeah. come. So there's Three Floyds Brewing in Indiana. That mm-hmm. is zombie dust. That is my jam right now. It's um, like, I think it's a hazy IPA, just a regular IPA, but that one is my jam. They just started making 22 ounce cans, copping a couple of those boys and mm-hmm. keep it local to Michigan, Bells Brewery, Bells Too Hearted. Mm-hmm. That is my jammed jam, jam. jam.
0: Okay. everybody
1: knows knows that beer is my jam
0: yeah so it's fine
1: you're right my number three is gonna be open because it, it kind of rotates it depends on like, yeah. the Hard, season yeah. or yeah the seasonal mm-hmm. okay
2: like Two's pumpkin fine. night owl uh le- or elysian night owl
1: it's a pumpkin ale
2: for fall have to have that in my fridge but okay. it's not a year round
1: so or like hop slam hop slam also rotating that doesn't come around all the time so you gotta leave number three open for those rotating beers.
0: That's okay. I think that's, that is allowed. <laughs> Don't worry.
1: No rules allowed. You did say so. Yeah, yeah. Anything goes. With
0: you. <laughs> okay. And if you were to pick one country to live in that's not your own, where would you live?
1: Italy. It's pretty easy. This one's hard for me because I've never been to any country.
0: Yeah, that's what's besides good. Because you can. Yeah, you can choose so. anywhere. What What you think might be good to live in? You might be wrong, but what things? Oh, yeah, I can live there.
1: always wanted to live in Belize, so.
0: Oh, right. Nice. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a unique answer. First one yet.
1: Yeah. like <laughs> my like That one strikes. My cousin has always, I don't know, had a love for Belize. And her and her boyfriend, they've traveled around the U.S. for so long. They've always said that their end goal was to get to Belize. And their plan was to drive. Because mm. you can drive through Mexico after doing research a few years back when she had this grand plan. Julie's is beautiful.
0: Two more questions, then I'll let you go. If you were to pick one view for the rest of your life, so an example would be the mountains behind me, or an idyllic beach, or the wild plains in Africa, whatever it is. One view of all time. That's it. What is it?
2: I would go with the Swiss Alps.
0: Mountains, love it. Okay.
2: Because they're mountains, but they're like extreme mountains. Mm-hmm.
1: I gotta do something like Oceanside with some like see through water, maybe like a beach hut, see through glass bottom boat, something like that, you know.
0: Like an idyllic sort of paradise. Island. Bora Bora, is Bora, Bora. Like Oh my yeah,
1: Id- my ideas behind my mind.
0: Yeah, I hear you yeah. on that. Nice.
1: Just baby blue, crystal blue. Yeah, the dream. See some stingrays. Mm. I'd be down for that. Yeah,
0: just chilling in the water with beer, warm water. Yeah. Oh, dream. That's
1: right. Okay. Little fishes, minnows.
0: Yeah, they bite your toes and it feels nice. <laughs> eat, yeah.
2: eat the dead skin off.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I finished on this question. This is the always the last question, so you can have a sentence or two each. If you had to conv- convince someone why they should go and travel, what would you say?
2: because the world is not only beautiful, but it's full of beautiful cultures that everyone should see the diversity in the world.
1: You have to get out and see the world. You can't, how do you know anything if you only know what you've seen? You only know what you've been around. You you know, you only know your neighborhood. You don't really know anything if you only know your neighborhood. Great adventure, explore, Mm -hmm. get out there. Don't be afraid.
0: I'll go finish on that. That's great. Awesome. Jenny, Jamie, thanks for coming on to the Wingin' It Travel podcast. It's been a great chat. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having
2: us. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to my Wingin' It Travel podcast episode today. You can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Wingin' Travel Podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last eight to 10 years of my travels. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winging It Travel Podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website, jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content and I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there reviewing it and enjoying the content so far. Stay safe, stay humble, keep listening, keep traveling and I'll catch you soon. Cheers James.